0: Hello and welcome to UCA News Weekly Summary, your guide for news and information about and of interest to the church in Asia. I'm John Lawrence. Bishops from 28 countries in Asia and guests from the Vatican began their two-week general conference in Thailand's capital Bangkok to mark the 50th anniversary of the FABC or Federation of Asian Bishops' Conferences this Wednesday. Some 275 participants are attending the jubilee programs that end on October the 30th. Leading Asian church leaders including FABC president Cardinal Charles Bow and Indian Cardinal Oswald Gracias called for renewal and renewed evangelization in the multi-religious region. Cardinal Bow told the gathering that their jubilee is an occasion for proclaiming that the savior of the world was born in Asia and the Asian Church is called upon to exhibit an evangelical enthusiasm for justice and peace. Cardinal Gracias urged Asian bishops to restructure FABC, modelled on CELAM, the Latin American Bishops' Conferences, and to meet regularly to form policies to make the Church relevant in Asia. In his message, Pope Francis asked the Asian bishops to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you and stressed the role of the laity in the church in Asia and the importance of local churches. Catholic Church in India has hailed a government motion seeking the end of the discriminatory denial of state benefits for socially downtrodden Dalits who converted to Christianity or Islam. The federal government announced last Thursday the setting up of a three-member inquiry commission headed by a former Chief Justice of India to examine possibilities and implications of according scheduled caste status to Dalit Christians and Muslims and submit a report within two years. The scheduled caste status will ensure them a share in the 15% reserved quota in Parliament and state legislatures, government jobs and education, which is currently reserved for Dalits belonging to Hindu, Sikh or Buddhist religions. But some Dalit Christian leaders said the setting up of a new commission was a tactic to delay them the benefits. Dalits, formerly known as untouchables, were not included in the four-tier Hindu caste system, many of them converted to other faiths to escape social prejudices and discrimination. Official data shows 201 million of India's 1.2 billion people are Dalits. About 60% of 25 million Indian Christians trace their origin to Dalit and tribal communities. Catholic charity Caritas Philippines has launched a nationwide campaign to plant millions of bamboo saplings to tackle soil erosion and restore declining forests. The campaign was launched in all of 72 Catholic dioceses in the country on Monday. In the next five years, Caritas aims to plant a total of 5 million bamboo saplings, mostly provided by the government. Caritas Chief, Bishop Jose Colin Bagaforo, joined hundreds of students from Catholic schools in capital Manila for a plantation program at La Mesa Dam Eco Park. The park sustained damages and lost soil when Typhoon Noru hit the country in late September. Caritas and government officials say they are investing heavily. heavily. Heavily in bamboo, as it can protect the environment from soil erosion and flash floods, and greatly contribute to lessening carbon emissions. Besides, bamboo can provide livelihood and housing. In 2021, Philippines was ranked 68 out of 118 most polluted countries by the World Health Organization. Global Forest Watch reported the Philippines lost 158,000 hectares of natural tropical forest from 2002 to 2021. Catholics in Myanmar prayed for peace and for those who lost their lives in conflicts as people across the Buddhist majority nation marked Thading Yut, or the Festival of Lights. The festival was celebrated from October the 8th to the 10th when thousands of Buddhists visited pagodas to pray and offer flowers, lit candles and released colourful paper lanterns. The festival commemorates Buddha's descent to earth from heaven after three months of educating his mother and other heavenly gods. It also marks the completion of the Buddhist month of fasting, Catholics in Myanmar and abroad organised prayers on the occasion and remembered those who died in the struggle for democracy in Myanmar. Despite the festivities, Myanmar continues to witness violence and bloodshed as the military battles armed resistance with airstrikes and shelling in civilian targets forcing thousands to flee. Prior to the festival, the military bombed a Buddhist monastery in Karen State and several civilians were killed in airstrikes in the region. More than 2,300 people have been killed. Over 15,700 have been arrested since the military coup last year. Following a long drought and devastating floods... A monsoon hit Cambodia, leaving at least 20 people dead and forcing more than 1,700 families to evacuate. The flooding, triggered by torrential rain, has impacted 70,000 families in the Southeast Asian nation. Weather forecasters have predicted this year's monsoon will extend into December, providing a respite for Cambodian farmers who are struggling to recover from the drought. However, rescue efforts were being complicated by the floods. The disaster forced closure of schools in various provinces, while the annual water festival in November has been cancelled. The flooding has destroyed about 30,000 hectares of rice fields. Media reports say landmines were unearthed, shifted or washed down to rivers. Weather officials said the La Niña weather phenomenon, which occurs every five years, has increased by 65% triggering the prolonged wet season. (music) Dozens of grief-stricken families in Thailand gathered to mourn and pray in front of a nursery on Friday, two days after an ex-policeman murdered nearly two dozen children in one of the country's worst mass killings. Thai king Maha Vajiralongkorn and Prime Minister Prayut Chanuchah Visited survivors of the attack amid sombre environment made heavy by weeping family members. Around the small, low-slung building, where only two days ago scores of preschool children played, officials in white uniforms with black armbands laid a red carpet for the king's visit. A line of heartbroken parents... ...placed white roses on the steps of the nursery... ...as the baking sun bore down on them in the morning. Armed with a 9mm pistol and a knife... Sacked police sergeant Panya Kanrab opened fire on the childcare centre in the northeastern Nong Bua Lam Fu province, leaving 37 people, including 23 children, dead. The attacker committed suicide after killing his wife and child. The 34 year old policeman was dismissed from his job for his drug addiction in June. Macau Catholic Diocese has opened its historic archives of close to one million documents and numerous relics with cultural and heritage value for public viewing for the first time. Founded in 1576 as the first Catholic Church jurisdiction in the Far East, Macau Diocese has preserved the documents and relics for centuries from the Portuguese colonial period from 1557 to 1999. In 2010, UNESCO assigned some ancient books at the St Joseph's Seminary and archives of the diocesan chancery to its Memory of the World Programme for the Asia-Pacific region. Established in 1728, the St Joseph's Seminary, together with St Paul's College, was the principal base for the missionary work implemented in China, Japan and other regions. These structures are recognised as heritage sites by UNESCO. Beginning in the 16th century, Macau diocese covered a vast territory in Asia from Japan to Southeast Asia. Over the centuries, more than 100 dioceses have separated. The diocese has 30,000 Catholics out of the 670,000 population of Macau. Hundreds of mourners and survivors commemorated the 20th anniversary of the bombings that killed more than 200 people in the Indonesian resort island of Bali on Wednesday. Family members, survivors and representatives from several embassies attended a memorial in Bali's popular tourist hub of Kuta, where al-Qaeda-linked militants detonated bombs at a bar and nightclub on October 12, 2002. The candlelit vigil was held at a monument built close to the site of the blasts by victims' family members to mark the nation's deadliest terrorist attack that killed mostly foreign tourists from more than 20 countries. Australia suffered the biggest loss, with 88 dead. Militant group Jamar Islamiyah, linked to al-Qaeda, was blamed for the bombings. Indonesia, the world's biggest Muslim-majority nation, has long struggled with Islamist militancy. All the leading perpetrators of the Bali attacks were either executed, killed by police, or jailed. However, the planned early release of Umar Patek, who only served half of his 20-year sentence, sparked uproar and forced the Indonesian government to hold the release. Catholic pilgrims in Vietnam paid tributes to native saint Father Peter Le Thuy, who embraced martyrdom for faith in the 19th century. Thousands of Catholics from the Hanoi Archdiocese joined a special mass at the pilgrimage centre in Hanoi City on Tuesday to mark the 189th anniversary of the death of the priest. Some 100 priests joined the open-air ceremony with the theme St Peter Le Thuy, witness of synodality. During the two-day celebrations that began the previous day, pilgrims attended masses, carried a big statue of Martyr Lutui and his relics around the village, watched cultural performances and offered incense and flowers in front of the statue. 25 groups, including ethnic women, played drums, trumpets, and gongs. Born in 1773, Tui was ordained a priest and served the parishes of Chan Lok, Dong Than, and Nam Duong. He was arrested on June 25, 1833, by a non Catholic group after he anointed a dying patient with oil. The priest was beheaded on October the 11th, 1833, for spreading a heresy among the people. Pope John Paul II canonised him on June the 19th, 1988. That's it for today. If you're interested to follow daily stories, commentaries, interviews, opinions and podcasts on the Church in Asia, do visit ucanews.com. And since we are ad-free, your help is what we survive on. Contribute via ucanews.com slash donate. The producer was Binu Alex. Until next week, goodbye.